This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Bruchamavam, welcome everyone. Agun Arab Shabbos, Parshas Kisavai, the Parsha of the Toichacha. So, actually, yesterday we had part two of the Wednesday night shir of the concept of trying to do tshuva daily. And uh, the following idea was shared based on the Pardes Rimonim of the Ramak, and as well as the Shla Kadosh, that every day is a living entity, and once the day is over, it goes back to its source, and it's harder to rectify once the day is over, and therefore it's recommended that one try to do Teshuvah every day before the end of the day. So we see there's an idea that every day one should infuse with Kedush, it's hard to go back and rectify it after the fact. So, um, on that note, this year is being sponsored on behalf of Daily Giving, which is a really amazing opportunity for a person to make sure that every day of their life is connected to the mitzvah of tzedakah. One can go to dailygiving.org and participate and instantly rack up at least one mitzvah every single day. Okay, um, what's also... Um, I'm going to take you now to uh, our site, rabbidg.com. We're going to see some of the Devetar for this week. While here, if anybody is watching, you can subscribe to get the Devetar every single week in the email on uh, Erev Shabbos, as well as all of the information that comes out during the week. You go to the site, you just click subscribe, put in your email address, and it comes to you, uh, no charge. Okay, so over here on the site, there are two ways of downloading the uh, Marmachimais. There are two places to download. By the way, while you're here, you could check out uh, the Shurim on the Parsha, the Balaturim, the Ramban, the Ben La Ashri, which are only available on the OU All Parsha site and app, or you could access it here on our site. So, first, we're going to start with the Divrei Torah in English, and I'm going to share with you one thought. And we go to Kisavai. Uh, this week, it's Kisavai is the top one. And here it is. And uh, I want to share with you the following Devar Torah. Okay. First of all, this is the question brought by the Chida, um, citing the Maharam ben Chaviv, who asks, it says, Vilakachta meireshis kolperi ho'adama. Wait a second. You should take from the beginning of all fruits of the Adama. Don't, aren't Bikurim pre Ha'etz? Why are they being called pre Ha'adama? After all, they come from the Shiva Saminim. It should say, Now, the Maram ben Chaviv gives the following two answers. Answer number one. At the time of the Bikurim, the farmer ties the reed around the fruit, and at that stage of the fruit, before the fruit is ripe, the correct bracha is Bare Priho Adama. So actually, it is Priho Adama. Number two, one of the Shiva Saminim is wheat, and the bracha on wheat is also Bare Priho Adama, but the Chida has a question on this explanation. He says that the opinion of Sern Tanoim is that wheat is Bare Priho Eitz, and the Chida 
actually offers the following answer. The reason why we see pre Adama is the purpose of Bikurim is to show gratitude for Hashem for the gift of the Adama of Eretz Yisrael. By the way, there is an amazing uh, Ha'ara of Rav Hagoyin Rav Menachem Zemba, Zeretzak Levracha. He references the Mishnah Bikurim. Um, that the fruits that are listed in the Mishnah Bikurim are Rimoin, Gefen, and Te'ena. Why does the Mishnah Bikurim specifically refer to Rimoin, Gefen, and Te'ena? All the Shivas Haminim are Chayven Bikurim, figs and dates. The answer is those are the very same fruits that the Meraglim used to come up with their bad report. And therefore... This alludes to the fact that the purpose of Bikurim, like the Chida says, is not just to show gratitude to Hashem for the fruits, but to show gratitude to Hashem for Eretz Yisrael itself. So, that's an important thing. First of all, let's say you happen to have gone to Eretz Yisrael this week's parsha. This is the best parsha to go to Eretz Yisrael. Why? Because Vihaya, Vihaya, Rav Meir Shapiro says, Ein Vihaya el Simcha, Kisavayu el Haaretz. When you come into Eretz Yisrael, you have Simcha. So this is the parsha of coming into Eretz Yisrael. And the mitzvah of Bikurim is to teach that not only are you grateful for the fruits, we're grateful for Eretz Yisrael itself. That's why the Pasuk says, Meresh is called Pri Ho'adama. And that's why the fruits mentioned, the Mesechta Bikurim, are dafka, the fruits of, that the Meraglim used to show their distaste for Eretz Yisrael. We're masaking that with the Mitzvah Bikurim. Okay, once we're here, I want to share with you one more thought. This is a famous thought of Rav Shan Shinrafal Hirsch. Actually, I was wondering where it is in Rav Shan Shinrafal Hirsch because it's called in the Mayana Shal Torah. And then when I was preparing the Tefillah Shir, Rav Schwab quotes this Rav Hirsch on Mizmar Lasaida. Anyway, there's a well-known Pasuk, Vayidaber Moshe Vakenem Alvim Alkoysalimar, Today you became a people. Really? This is the worst juncture for Moses to tell the Jewish people that today we became a people. Now we became a people? What makes a nation a nation? Either common language or common land. Common language, we always had. Common land, we don't have in the Midbar. That's one thing for sure. We had no common land in the Midbar. In fact, we had no land at all. So why they're draining around in the Midbar? They have nothing in common, nothing to grant them nationality. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu saying, Oh, today you're a nation. No, today you're not a nation. Says of Shamshin Falhirsh, what makes a Jewish people a nation is different than all other people. Other people are connected by some kind of physical connection, they have a common land, a common language. That is not what makes Kali Yisrael people. As Rav Sadia Goyen says, Ein Yisrael Uma Ela We are only a nation through our commitment to the Torah. The day the Jewish people committed themselves, Ba'Allah U to observe the Torah, that's when we came a people. We are not like the nations of the world. They're a nation because they live in the same plot of land, or they're a nation because they speak the same language. What makes Klal Yisrael a nation is not Lashon HaKodesh. It's not Eretz Yisrael. What makes Klal Yisrael an Am is the Torah. Today, today that you've committed to the Torah, uh, today you became a nation. Okay, let's move on to Ben La'ashri. Okay, by now you should be able to do it in your sleep. You go to the site, you click here, the Ben La'ashri, and top, 
Parshas Kisavai. Friends, if I could do this, anyone could do it. Okay? So, here's a Ben Ashri. You should print it out. I'm very honored. I got an uh, email this week from someone who asked their brother to email me that they're in prison and they give a Chabura to the fellow from prisoners from the Ben Ashri on the Parsha. So, okay. Baruch Hashem. So, the Yibam Hashem should be Matir Asurim. So, Vahaya ki Savayal Ha'aretz. We have many different Torah on the idea, Vahaya, and you will be Besimcha when you come into Eretz Yisrael. So, the Ben Lashri asks, Why is it that many people come to Eretz Yisrael and they don't feel that Simcha? So, he says, the gematria of Asher Hashem Lekecha Noisin Lecha Nachala Rashi Tevos is gematria Kula. It is because sometimes we are too lenient regarding the observance of mitzvos, and that will impugn our ability to feel simcha. However, the Torah consoles us, and the Torah says, "V'yarashta v'yashavdaba." You will inherit it, and you will dwell in it. Vav vav beis Rashi Tevos vav vav beis David which indicates, Rabbi Isai, that the Gemara tells us in Sanhedrin, Mashiach will come when we're either Kulay Zakai or Kulay Chayev. Entirely unworthy or entirely worthy. If that's the case, how will we ever be totally worthy? The answer is Mashiach will come, and when Mashiach comes, we'll have Herhure Tshuva, and at that moment we will be transformed from not worthy to worthy. So he said, Rabbi Gladstein, we haven't spoken about Rav Meir in a long time. You know what? You're right. It's been too long since we spoke about Rav Meir. So you see this little box over here on the bottom? Let's see if we could... Here's what we're going to do. Check the... Watch this. I'm going to put this to the side. The Ben La Shri Agavorcha mentioned something very interesting. <clears throat> you know, on Rosh Hashanah we take a Rimon. Why do we take a Rimon on Rosh Hashanah? So we say Hashem should be marbe our mitzvahs like a rimon. But there's another deeper meaning, the Maggid of Trisk, in the Sefer Magen Avram says, we to God are like a rimon. Like the Gemara says, even those who are empty of mitzvahs are full of mitzvahs like a rimon. Why do Chazal compare the Jewish people to a rimon? Why don't we say we're full of pits like a, I don't know, anybody want to suggest a fruit that has a lot of pits? A fig. By the way, well, a fig has a lot of fruit, a lot of pits in it. You know, what is it? Why do we have something against the figs? Well, how many? By the way, I would say a fig has more pits than a rimo. No. No, you're looking at me like, where did you get that from? Yeah. Rimo, well, we, we definitely, we, we absolutely did have an experiment about a Rimon. That was one of the classic shurim. Yes, one had a lot. We actually cut open a few, and we did different experiments with the Rimon. But why Dafka Rimon? So he says the Maggid of Trisk says that Re, the Gemara asks, how was Rameir allowed to learn Torah from Acher? Remember that question? How was Rameir allowed to learn Torah? So the Gemara says, Reb Meir found the pomegranate, he took out the inside, and he threw away the shell. Which means that a rimon has two parts, the inner part, which is good, and the outer shell. 
This says the Magad of Trisk is a mashal. Reb Meir is a mashal to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because Hashem is called Meir. Like the Gemara Navadah Zara, Elaka de Meir Anini, God who illuminates for us, He should answer us. God is called Meir. I would add, there's another comparison we have between Reb Meir and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. This I thought of during the year, but I never did anything with it. We know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that um, Rebbe said, the reason I'm great is because I saw a mayor from behind. If I would have saw his face, I would have been even greater. Same thing about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Amazingly, what Rebbe said, he saw that Rameyer is what Moshe uh, has uh, experienced with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So what Rameyer did with Acher, God does to us. God takes our mitzvahs and He throws away the, ex- the external shell and the ulterior motives and the improper aspects of it. The Rebbeinu Shalom um, takes, uh, takes away from that. Now, um, fine. Let us progress over here. Vahaya kisavaya la aretz. Now we know ein vahaya ala lashon simcha. But wait a second, you're going to be happy when you come to this world? Doesn't the Gemara in Erevin say, Noyach la adam shaloy nivra? A person's better off not being created? So what's vahaya kisavaya la aretz? The answer is, you know how you could be happy in this world? If you recognize, recognize that whatever Hatzlacha you have is not from your strength, it's not from your ability. Even the Nachala that falls to you, it's not because of you. It's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Then you'll be happy and then it won't be so hard to open up your hand and to support Loim Dei Torah because you, re- you re- recognize that Rebbe Hashem only gave it to you as a gift. This is not anything of your own um, ability or acumen and so forth. Okay, Marv Rabbi these are a few thoughts on the parsha. We have two in English, three in Lashon HaKodesh. And uh, Be'ez Hashem, we're going to start now the Shir on Tefillah. Okay. Now, let me get that up. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.